0: This person didn't tell you. Omission is a form of lying. I, oh, I. This 1000% person knew agree. damn well that they're walking around with some kind of stuff Something. going on. Yes. Okay. Yes. They know they have stuff happening. They neglected, not they neglect. They chose not to tell you. Mm-hmm. Now you have this disease or this infection for the rest of your life, yep. potentially, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to deal with it. So you're going to stay with this person just because you both have the same strain of the flu? I think not. This is the Bad Life Choices Podcast, where our outspoken, opinionated, and caffeinated hosts break down a life choice we can all relate to. Tune in as True Originals' Sharita Janelle and her godmother Maria have funny and candid conversations, explore life's pitfalls, and inspire you to make better life choices. Okay, I have a question for you. So you're on the apps, you're doing all the dates, going out, doing all the things. Let's say you meet someone, you go out, you have a great time, you go out two, three more times after that, and then you find out that said person who you are all about and all in at the time has a sexually transmitted disease or a sexually transmitted infection, STD, STI. I know they're more and more calling them STIs. I am old, so I probably will <laughs> refer to them as STDs because we didn't have STI in my day. So I mean, just take it for what it's worth. I just want to know, how do you feel about that?
1: Well, it depends. What does it depend how on? Did I,
0: how did I find out? You, he, 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 was, he was forthcoming. He, he, he oh, told you. So he told me. Correct. On what date? I don't know. Three, four, five, whatever date that matters. The begin- towards the beginning, he didn't tell you on because... day one. Like, oh hi, nice to meet you. You look lovely. By the way, I have gonorrhea. He did not say that <laughs> on the first date. <laughs> I'm I'm saying you've been on two, three, four dates. You've had a lovely time. You have not become intimate. Okay, because see, that's
1: also that matters too. I, I know mean... there are a lot of things that go into <laughs> you this. Put things you you put things into the equation. I mean, I think it's a thing. So like if, okay. One, if someone tells me this, is it like an instant, like no, well also it depends on, it depends on which, which one we're talking about here. I mean, so there, there's a myriad of things that you have to take into account when you, when you hear this, is it a lot, which, which one is it? Yes. There's so many factors there's like, which one is it? Um, when did they tell you? How soon before you got into me? You said like fifth date, but like, were you naked on a fifth date and then he told you? Like, so- yeah, That, that so, does come into play, right? I mean, I I think that, first of all, let's just, before we get my personal opinion all, <laughs> okay. up in, all up in the mix of this, when we came up, or when I should say, when I came up with the idea to do this episode, I think it was because there as we talked about a lot of times we talk about stigmas and and things that are actually happening versus what people think are happening in life. And I think and what I have learned and what has been, you know, shared with me is that this is more common than you think. Oh. Are you surprised by that?
0: I am not now. However, is now being today, now being today. <laughs> no, right now being when I, when I, um, yes, now being today, because when I <laughs> researched this, I had other thoughts because okay. I didn't think it was as prevalent as yes. I found out that it is. Um, I also I never really thought about it, to be honest with you, being in, you know, long term relationships, never really had to think
1: about that so much. Um, So Jessica, don't mean to cut you off, but you watch the movies. The girl goes to the doctor.
0: I've been married for 10 years. How is this possible? (laughs) That is so true. That is so true. Um, But I did not know that it was as prevalent as it is. So I was surprised to find that out. Um, And when I did the research, um, I came up with some numbers from the CDC. And it said that Got a lot of CDC. Well, you know, the CDC, I mean, they've got the numbers, I'm just saying. Um, It said that about 20% of Americans have an STI. And they're calling it STI now, just to clarify, because not all infection turns into disease. Although some do, not all infection um, turns into disease. But like I said, I am old. And when, you know, when we talked about it, it was STD. So just out of habit, I will probably call it STD. And I was also surprised to find out in doing my research that nearly half of the people that have STIs or STDs, are 15 to 24 years old. So, why are you shocked at that statistic? Okay, I'm I'm not shocked because of the fact that they're young and stupid. Not
1: <laughs> because to, be to me that's just self explanatory. You mean the young people who are irresponsible? But I'm just saying, I think that's a lot.
0: That's just it's just a lot. So, I think because of that, we really have to educate our youth more because this is, it's very alarming. And this is coming
1: from a spreading. Is this coming from a teacher? It is coming from a teacher, yes. (laughs) It is
0: coming from a former teacher, a retired teacher, yes. It's alarming. It is alarming. And I know, especially because I taught middle school for so long, you know, teenage kids think that they're invincible and it's not going to happen to them. Obviously, though, CDC has numbers
1: that say otherwise. I will, I think that one, that statistic makes hundred percent sense because yes kids are are young they are not in tune with their bodies they're running around doing things they're they don't know what's normal what's not normal what looks They're like oh what's that it's a sore i got it from a cream did you though like no, so if it doesn't look right it's not right yes no. no. Yeah. as an adult we sit and we think oh this doesn't look right Let me call my doctor. But as a child, you're not going to say that because then what? You have to call your mama or call your daddy. And then you have to be honest. So, this is that's the problem. So, yes, there is this education aspect of it, but then there's this actual reality of treating it. Because then, if you're not telling anybody, you're not calling your mama, you're not calling your daddy to let them know to call the doctor, or you can't go to the doctor. I don't know what age is where the doctor, maybe if you're over 18, don't they they have to tell your parents? But if you're under 18, you don't have to tell your parents. I think that's, I think 18 is still the.
0: No. No. They don't have to tell your parents if you're over 18 because this is, you're an adult. Yes, I'm saying. And
1: if you're under 18, they do. That's what I was saying. So. Oh, I thought you said vice versa. No, no. and maybe if I did, I was, I was wrong. <clears throat> but yeah. So I guess this thing too, though. So it's going, if they do have something, it's going untreated. Correct. But I think. And then this, it's getting spread then,
0: it. <laughs> because. It's getting spread it's getting, it's getting spread yes it's not getting spreaded. it's like butter it's we are going back to grade school over here. it is it's spreading because of the lack of um information and also because it's not just a thing we have to teach in the schools because kids are afraid to talk to their parents about it and they're because a lot of their parents are like you just shouldn't be having sex and correct maybe you shouldn't be having sex but reality is that A lot of kids are having sex, so we have to educate them and we have to make them feel
1: comfortable. We do. In talking about it. But as we went through this episode, I I mean, yes, this is important and things to say. But as we know, our audience are not 18 and 19 years old. Correct. (laughs) But our audience has parents of said 18 and 19 year olds or younger. Yes, 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 yes. So they can they can funnel this down to the people. But let's think about our peers. Okay, before you do that though, let me just throw in
0: one more statistic. It said um, while I was doing my research that nearly half of Americans will acquire one or more STIs in their lifetime. So if you're standing in line at the grocery store, every other person will have had or currently has an STI. That's, I mean, those are good odds for playing the lottery. Not good odds for STIs. I'm just saying.
1: So okay. Well, the thing. Okay, this is the thing, though. So I mean, there are there are st- certain STIs like uh, HPV. There we go. There we go. That human papilloma virus or whatever. This is the thing with that one women get it all the time because it doesn't do anything to men. So they don't necessarily get tested for it. Or if they have it, it's not as it doesn't necessarily manifest as symptoms. So it's not even something that you're looking out for as a man. And then as a woman, if you get it, you may get it. It goes away. Your doctor's like, Oh, you have a, um, abnormal pap. It's, you know, come back. Oh, we'll test it. There's like Fifteen different numbers that go with it, and half the numbers are fine that go away and no problems. The other half are the bad numbers that can cause um, cervical cancer. So this is the thing. So there's certain there's certain infections or diseases. I don't know if this word that you said is they've changed it or interchangeable that you don't even know you may have. You may have that doesn't manifest as anything. So if you're one of those 50% of the people who's walking around with something that doesn't affect you or doesn't manifest as anything, are you really that affected?
0: Well, that's interesting that you brought that up because the thing is that there is a small percentage of the population that will go to their doctor and ask annually, you know, to get tested for STIs, regardless of if they think they have one or not. Now, if you think you may have been exposed, then you better get your ass to the doctor and be like, do something, check it out. However, most people don't do it on a normal basis. I think it should be part of your annual physical, unless you're just not sexually active. But if you are... I think it should be because like you said, there have been people that have been married for years and years and years and then all of a sudden, oh, you know, guess what? Yeah. You have a disease and you have been faithful. Yeah. Which means someone else has not. Correct. Right? Correct. So, and then because of that, like you said, there's people walking around here that don't know. Yes. That they have an infection or a disease that is sexually transmitted because sometimes there are no symptoms. Sometimes there are and it's obvious but sometimes they're not. So then they're infecting other people
1: and it just becomes a major shit show. It does. And I think the it's this whole idea behind it is that people think that oh, we we used to joke in school that if you got something like that you had nasty woman's disease that was that was the word that that and this was back in school like you, you know you don't want nasty woman's disease or whatever as if it was something that meant you know you were dirty or unclean and yes it does mean certain things but it doesn't mean that you don't you know take a shower every day you're not you know taking care of yourself as you should um but, but that's
0: that's the image that it brings up yes. that's what it evokes and that's why uh, there's a that's a big reason that there's such a stigma with STIs and STDs because yeah. they think that you know either you're nasty or you know you're sleeping around yeah. or whatever the case may be you could be the cleanest most devoted person you know with mm-hmm. one partner and still end up with a sexually transmitted infection or a sec- sexually transmitted disease e- because of of who you're sleeping with yeah
1: but you could also you could be you could be with somebody let's just say you are and you decide okay this person's new i don't know them like and you you say i'm i'm on birth control but we're still going to use condoms but after you've been with them for a while you decide okay we're only going to sleep with each other we stop using condoms but the thing about like herpes or whatever or let's just say or whatever but the thing about herpes is that Sometimes it doesn't always manifest as a system. It can it can be, you can carry it dormant. So you stop having, you stop using condoms with this person and still having sex with them. Mean, you're only sleeping with each other. They could have it and not even know it and then give it to you. But that is why yes. if you
0: are in a committed relationship yes. and you decide that you're going to stop using condoms, there is no shame in saying, hey, I think we both should go and get tests done just to be on the safe side and if but, that person is hesitant you better put your running shoes on and
1: run away but you fast, realize though that quickly. they don't always test for herpes you go to the doctor then you request that shit they don't you request because a lot of this is the thing though because i will tell you i will tell you as an active person it is not something to test because so many people have different strains of it and unless you see it if you, you tell it, then it's like, okay, so you could have the cold sore version of it or this or that. It is so common. And unless you have an outbreak, the doctor's not going to test you because she said it could scare you more than anything. They could tell you you have it and it's the cold sore. And it, so if there is a little bit of confusion going on with it, and that's what I'm saying. Okay, well, here's one for you then.
0: <laughs> yes. Use a condom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just to
0: be on the safe side, use a freaking condom. So, I mean, really, if if people practice that then it would cut down on the number of STIs and STDs that are out there and but the thing is that we know you know a lot of times people don't practice that a lot of things are in the moment and and people don't use their best judgment and they don't use the protection that they should however having said that i think it's important that you are cognizant of who your sexual partners are and Whether they like it or not, I think it's important that you get tested, especially if it's a new person. You know, if it's somebody that you've been with for a long time, maybe not as much, but. So this
1: thing though, I do think everybody knows this. But what everybody knows and what they actually do. Two different things, Maria. (laughs) Correct. Two different things. But that brings us back to the question. Yeah, but now here we are. So you meet somebody, you like them, they're honest they're upfront. You didn't hear it through the grapevine. They they right? they are an adult. They tell you. Maybe they tell you face to face, maybe they tell you over text message so you you can have time to process it whatever it may be. What what do you do?
0: What do you do? You know, I mean, fortunately, I guess I've never been faced with this. So I'm just going to speak on the um what if and Like you said earlier, there are a lot of factors that go into play because if I guess if you're with somebody and you really start to develop feelings and you you're you're seeing this person in your life and then you're hit with this bombshell, there are there are steps you can take to avoid contracting whatever this person has. So if this person means that much to you,
1: no, no, no. what do you do? Okay. See, see, I see, see. I, I see.
0: It's different. It would be difficult, right? Okay. Okay. It would be difficult. First of all, like you said, well, if the person is is upfront with me, yes, then then I would possibly think. You, of you sound staying so staying <laughs> You were like. You were like I'm you just were like, saying. I don't well, know. I mean, I've if, never been
1: faced with it. If
0: that. I thought about it long and hard, what well, hell? <laughs> okay, let's put it this way. I guess. With the right
1: circumstances, it wouldn't be a hard no. That, and that, okay? and I think that is the thing that people need to hear because I think sometimes people are like, "Am I doing the wrong thing?" I'm like, and people don't always talk to their friends about this. It comes out later, like, "Oh, girl, I didn't tell you this." But I think saying that it could be okay is okay. Yeah, it is, and and you're right. It doesn't often come out because a
0: lot of conversations based around this are you know like kind of considered taboo yes. and because then people will be looking at you like, well, what do you mean? you're, you're staying with them? Like get, get away. What do you mean? Yeah. But it's okay you, because you can be with people that have a disease or an infection, and as long as you take the correct precautions, you can still be safe and not contract it yourself. However, if this person neglects to tell you, that's a whole different ballgame. I'm going to beat your ass before I do anything else. I'm just saying. So, I do, I've got. The
1: second a, of all, oh, well, I got a couple stories for you. You want stories? Okay, so go ahead. Uh, so, I will say that this, so there's two instances. So, friend of friend told me, and it's, the guy did not tell her.
0: Mm mm. Nope.
1: No. <laughs> that, no. Yeah. She got it. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying Mm-mm. he didn't tell her she got it she was like oh my god like my life like it's this thing like you feel like your life is over I guess like but it's not over because you're not actually gonna die um but then it was like well I already have it and you already have it we might as well just stay together <laughs> Okay. The amount of, I, the, I have thoughts. The amount on of that. side eye that you are giving me right now—it <laughs> was not. I have thoughts. This on was that. this was not me, because you know I, I tell the stuff when it's be no, me. No, it was not. I it, know it was not. When it you. be me, I, be, I I will tell you.
0: I was like, so this is what had happened. So, I, so, no, because it will not be you. Let's take that back. Do not claim that. I'm just yeah. saying. But uh, th- this is the thing. I don't give a damn if you both have the same disease. This person lied. To you. Yes. I think not. That's my opinion. I would not. (laughs) I'm just saying. No. Yeah. You. Listen, you lied to me. You gave me this. I did not have a choice. It's not like you told me and I said, oh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to be with you. We're going to take precautions. You didn't give me that choice. You put me in this situation and now I'm going to
1: beat your ass (laughs) and you can get to stepping after that. No,
0: Uh. Uh. I'm sorry.
1: No, I, no, I, I agree with you. And like I said, I don't think personally, I don't think that that is an end all be all. I think it is. It depends on the person because. I think that if you, if you are, if you, if, okay, it depends on also how you tell me. So, I mean, let's talk about that for a little bit. Like how people tell the partner what, if they have it or not. I said earlier. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. How would you want somebody
0: to tell you if you were dating somebody and they knew that they had an STI, how would you want them to tell you? When would you want them to tell you? Okay. All the things.
1: So if I was being told, I mean... I don't know how I said I've had friends of friends who have told me this in many instances. Um, and I do think that if I was being told though, and I didn't ask them how they were told, I wasn't like, well, how do, how do you do it? But I will say that I don't necessarily think it has to be an in-person conversation and i say that because it depends how long you've been seeing this person if it was very very early on like maybe mm-hmm. just after a date or two and you don't you don't really you're not talking to this person on an everyday basis yet you know you've gone out with them and and the person has realized okay like i like this person i could see this possibly going into something intimate therefore i want to mm-hmm. tell them so they know so they can before they get into that mindset they can make a informed decision so that being said if they if if you're not on this talking every day It might be okay if you put it in a text message, a well thought out, well written text message, because then the person who receives it doesn't have to make a decision and react. They can kind of process it on their own time they can like listen i'm only putting this in text message so you can read this you can call me right after if you want we can have a conversation you don't have to you can never call me again so i think it's giving that kind of space i can come and then like you you offer i can come over and we can talk about it in person if you like to but you're giving the person who's receiving the news the choice on how to then talk about it
0: okay so i understand what you're saying yes And I think that may be good in some um, instances. (laughs) But I think you have to really know the person and read the person so you know because the person may or may not um, feel a certain type of way if they're getting this information via text. True. Right? True. They may. They may. And so that might kind of set them on a certain path that they may not have been on if they had received the information in person. Or you may um, know that the person needs to get the information in that way so that they have time, like you said, to react. But even, let me just say this, even if you are telling a person face-to-face on the phone, it is important, first of all, that you are very knowledgeable about your own disease or your own infection because somebody may shut down. Yes. But somebody else may have questions. Yes. Me. I I am the question queen. I will question the hell out of something. Yes. Or someone. So I would have a lot of questions. So if you're going to come to me with this information which is is major, you need to have some some good hard facts behind it because yeah. I am going to ask. I'm going to ask the hard questions and the not so hard questions because I need information and I need to know. But getting back to your point, a lot of people will need time to process it. Exactly. And that's, okay.
1: and that's the thing. Yeah. I think if you do it that way, I'm not saying, I, I mean, no one, I mean, it's not like a breakup text. I think it's only when you present all the facts and you give that person a chance to say, as soon as you read this, call me if you want to talk. But also as a but if you're in someone's face and they're just sitting there, they're like, oh, hell, like, all right, Um, I'm going to go. Because it it could be a very difficult conversation face-to-face. And the person... One thousand percent. And the person receiving the news might be like, oh, I wasn't ready. I wasn't in the space. I wasn't like, I didn't know what to say to them. And then it's going to be awkward coming back. So either way, I think whatever method you deliver that news, it needs to be, first of all, timely, sooner than later, and, right. and secondly, with all the fat, all the facts, like, you know, if you're on medication, if you're doing this, if you, you know, how often, when did it happen? How long has it been like this? Does anybody else? Like, whatever you think of that could be something that someone asked. And yeah, like, you know, I think that's, that's important. And if- But the, like I said, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, and if the person's responsible and they are able to talk to you with this information, and be an adult and communicate effectively, I think that also has a determining factor on whether or not you continue to date them because you're really just getting to know this person. And if they're talking like, oh, yeah, um, I'm gonna have to, let me check, like, I'm not sure. You don't know? You don't, what do you mean you don't know? Okay, all right. Well, it was nice knowing you, sir. Like, <laughs> No, I, and the thing is, like I said
0: before too, it's super, super important that you, you gauge this person and how they would want to receive the information. Me, personally, don't send me that in a text. Yeah. OK. Do do not. Yes. Do not send that to me in text. You can tell me on the phone. I would rather see you face to face for you yeah. to tell me something like that. But I need your voice yeah. to reach my ears with that message. What if it's like a because voice note? Vo- do not send me a voice note. <laughs> we need to be having a A Back and forth conversation. You say something, I respond. I say something, you respond. That's me personally. I'm just saying a lot of people will not take a text message about something so serious in a good way. But other people will feel more comfortable because they'll feel uncomfortable in a face-to-face situation.
1: I just think, I I think a lot of people, um, it's... If they meet somebody that they that they like, they're scared because they think it's going to drive this person away. And and, and oh, I, correct. And that is also like a hesitant of like I can't tell if I really like her, and then she's not gonna like me. She gonna like you a lot less. <laughs> if- <laughs> I mean, that's without a doubt. You have
0: it's it's a very uncomfortable. I'm sure a very uncomfortable conversation to have. But you you have to have this conversation if you want to build trust and continue a relationship. Because if you don't tell that person, then to me that trust would be broken. Yeah. So I think if that's if you are the one delivering this information, um, you know, like I said, read the person, practice the conversation. I don't care if you practice it with your BFF. I don't care if you practice it in a mirror. Practice the conversation. Be knowledgeable, have answers to the questions that they may ask, um, and and choose where and when you're going to have this conversation. Do not have this conversation when you're both stripped in bed and, oh, by the way, just want to tell you that I have. Hell no. Get out. Get out. (laughs) No. Sir, get out. I mean, you you know, you get out, (laughs) get out, use some common sense,
1: non-binary person. Get out. Like I don't care
0: care what gender you are, what you identify as, whatever you, you have, if you just don't have the decency to tell me this ahead of time for me, that is a hard no.
1: Like I said before, like I've had, I have heard stories and this is the thing. So when I said this in the beginning and when I even asked you and you looked up, it is more common than you think absolutely so knowing this one you know i wish that people have, would share or if you're with your friends when i say people like your friend circle uh, it's really none of your friends it's really none of your business but if you're talking with your friend about sex and whatnot and your partner's I think it is important maybe say, yeah, he had some of this or she had this, but we were careful. I didn't get anything. I don't see them anymore, but it's not because of that. Because I think then people will be more open so that doesn't become like this stigma to where I'm like, I can't tell anybody or, and then you're right. carrying it around as a secret or whatnot. It clearly is a personal choice. I will say that I have been surprised with how many people I know who have, who have With dated, I say dated successfully with because meaning that they did not contract anything. But I think it takes two responsible parties to do something like this. And if one of you, I, I agree. Now,
0: I believe it or not, I don't know. Well, that's not true. One person I know, one person who has been forthcoming. Not really with me, but with somebody I know. And they told me Oh hell! that, <laughs> that they had contracted an STI and um, they were shocked that they had contracted an STI. I don't know why, because they weren't using protection. So, you know, not something to be really shocked about. But they then successfully have lived with it for many, many, many years and have been married to the same person for, you know, many years. And so they're obviously doing something right. So it is very possible to have an STI or an STD to live with it, to be responsible, to be in a relationship and to make it work. And like you said, it is a personal choice. But the thing I wish that we would... Really get away from is is all the negativity you know that surrounds it because I think that makes it really hard um, for people to continue in you know relationships with someone who is positive for some kind of an STD or an STI and it, you know it,
1: it doesn't have to be that way. I think the 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 bad part is just the people who go around. Doing shit without telling folks, and then giving it to other people unknowingly. If you are responsible Absolutely. and you have something, you tell somebody, and then you all are responsible. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to catch anything, but this, you've you've done everything. You can, I mean, you could do everything in life and still and and still end up you know with something that you didn't expect because nothing is foolproof you use condoms you could end up with a baby apparently so there's still no foolproof. proof you know people that that has happened to <laughs> yes so there's no foolproof with anything so it's it's more so and people say oh do you want to take the risk but you like you said people don't you have to ask i think and that's the thing this con- the conversations the dialogue needs to be open and if you feel like you can't even talk to this person or ask them then you don't need to sleep with them anyway absolutely
0: but when you're making your decision if you are the person that is faced with that decision like i'm i you know met this person and we've started our relationship we're in this relationship and now they've been you know forthright with me and up uh, and they've told me that they've you know they have this infection or this disease and i really like this person you can't take just the sti or the std into consideration you have to take everything into consideration you do it's not just the physical, it's also the emotional, the mental and everything else. And, you know, it's hard for that person. So give them some credit because they have, you know, come forward and they have told you. And you don't have to respond right away either. I think that's important for people to know. I think you can take time and it's okay to tell the person that you need to take time to process this information. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge decision and it's not one to be made lightly. So I think it's okay to tell somebody you need time and that you want to, you know, you want to think about things. Because
1: you can take you can take things slower. And then you get to know the person and then you can get to trust the person. And then if you trust the person, then you can be more comfortable with them. Because the last thing you want is to sit and be with someone. And the next thing you know, you're, did you take your medicine today? Did you do, like, no one, that you don't want to have to mother or nag anyone in a relationship. You need to know that this person is, I trust this person. They're responsible. They're doing what they need to do. They told me this information. They're taking care of themselves. I'm going to take care of myself. We're going to take care of each other. Like, whatever that is. But if you get to a point to where you're questioning their level of responsibility, then it's a sign that this relation is probably not going to work anyway. That's all I'm saying.
0: Absolutely. So I just think that the bottom line is, first of all, for the love of God, be careful. Yes. Just be responsible and be careful because that will cut a lot of this stuff out right away. Yes. Right. Um, But the second thing is that if you do find yourself in that situation, um. You know, like we said before, no right or wrong answer, but take time to digest everything and and be considerate of the other person's feelings. Even if you decide not to be with that person, you don't have to be mean, you don't have to be cruel. You know, you can make a decision for yourself that you don't wanna be in a relationship with that person, but you know, be nice, be kind. There's no reason for you not to
1: be. We didn't talk about this. But do you know how many STDs are running rampant around nursing homes? Oh my god,
0: I have a friend who used to work in a nursing home. And I was amazed, amazed. And do you know that in the memory care um, areas of nursing homes or the specialty nursing homes that are for memory care, do you know that these diseases are even more prevalent? I can't speak, more prevalent? I didn't know that. Is it because they forget if they have it? I I would assume so. But this is my question. Who's watching the people? Nobody. Why aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Because I have had had people in nursing homes. And I go, I have to sign in. I have to sign out. They come into the room like I'm going to be doing something to my loved one. No, no, no. It's not the people coming in. It's the people who are in. I know, but that's what I'm saying. You're watching me like a freaking hawk. Why are you not watching the people that you are responsible for? Because where are they getting these opportunities, sir or ma'am? Where are they getting these opportunities? Are they sneaking off to the linen
1: closet? I don't know. Bingo time. I mean, somebody I mean, somebody gets bingo. bingo. Somebody got a bingo, i <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. But it's, it's so... Yeah, so... It's more common than you think. Grandma could have it. That's all I'm saying.
0: And Oh, (laughs) Lord. Nobody wants to think about grandma having an STD
1: or an STI. Nobody wants to think about it. Bad choice. Good story. Lesson learned. Thanks so much for listening. Like what you've heard. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, like this episode, and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. For more Bad Life Choices, tune in next week.